It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number O for 200 of Jobbing Out. O for 200. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? O for 200. You don't want to... Would you maybe venture... The last 200 gambling bets. Not not that far off, Aaron! (laughs) Really glad I put... I swear to God, over the last... This is not a joke. And Aaron Aaron and I are the only people that care. Over the last five days, I have played, I want to say, no fewer than 20 parlays that involved either Canelo Alvarez, Rose Namahunas, or the Warriors winning last night. (laughs) I'm not kidding. About are for suckers. I, shut up! Why? Well, as long as Rafael Nadal doesn't everything f this up in the second set, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna have a bunch of parlays that hit the day playing tennis. Because then I remember that's the only sport I actually know anything about. <laughs> I don't know why I bet other sports. It's not like I bet on the Warriors only for them. By the way, it's not just that I bet. Then, because you know how this gets, Aaron. When you bet on oh, something, you tried to chase. So you're chasing. Uh, I chased them both in the third and the fourth quarter last night. And then the fourth quarter paid out, and as it turns out, I hit the wrong button and accidentally bet on the Grizzlies in the fourth quarter. God, it was a nightmare, but no, it's not over my last 20 sports bets. I have mixed in a couple of winners there today, including what it, which should be an exciting one here in a second when Nadal finishes this, I think, six-leg parlay that I hit today. Um, uh, Brandon. Yes. 0 for 200. Oh, for 200. Um, it's wrestling related, right? It is wrestling related. Um, is some is somebody oh for 200? N- no, no. Well, it, that would be that would be no. The bit the bit is actually, and it, I'm blaming myself for this one too. There are literally 200 wrestlers coming to Maryland this weekend, and we went oh. 0 for 200 booking them on the show. <laughs> And I'll put that on me because I just didn't even. I, I swear to God, One the first. One of them is AJ. <laughs> well, I guess so. I guess technically we didn't go over two hundred because we did have him on this show last week. <laughs> there we go. Oh God! And it's. I I said this to the boys. I'm like, I actually genuinely feel bad because I just didn't even think about it. It's my fault. It's completely and totally my fault. I did not even think about it until earlier this afternoon. And I. Oh God! I don't even want to tell. There's something I could say. And I don't want to say it because I think Brandon might jump off a cliff if I say it to him. Oh, uh, you got, you have to. Uh, oh, I really don't want to. Um, Why would you something well, like you know, that our up? friend, our friend Chris Ruling from Great Eights Memorabilia hosts a stable at all these celeb fest events. Oh, you're gonna say that they offered us like Johnny Gargano and, and it, you turned so it down. like four weeks ago he said, "You fucker." He said, "You know who the guy is that I could probably get you is Gargano." <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And I'm like, well, okay. He said that's – he was like, weirdly, he's been the most receptive of anybody to doing interviews. I'm like, that is weird. But he wanted me to do it for the radio show. 
And then he was like, well, if you do it for the radio show, you could probably get him to do the the podcast. And I was like, all right. But the radio show, Then I have this new radio show on 105.7 locally. It's just not really the place. <laughs> like, right. I, it's just my co- not for him. Right. It's not for him. And then my co-host, Rita, who just does not care at all. Like, not even a little. Like, she would do it if I wanted her to do it. But it's just forcing it, and it's awkward. And so I just sort of, like, kind of fouled it away. And then I felt like a complete jerk. Because today I was like, oh, no. Where's the Arnold Schwarzenegger? You son of a bitch. Yeah, there's that. But I'm putting it on me. It's not, that's that's normally my department. I have to hire a new producer for my regular show. I just got a lot going on, and it it got away from me. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I will accept no penalty because of it. Now, that said, let's uh, let's dive into the week that was and the fallout from uh, the the most important show in the history of shows. Of course, wrestle they call it the granddaddy of them all. WrestleMania pay backlash. Um, did you guys read this report this morning? Did you guys? I'm gonna just read this to you because it's. I, I know that, that we. Every week we say something's the dumbest thing we've ever heard, and like we can only say that so many times because it's, it's all the dumbest thing that we've ever heard, right? Like there's only so many things. So we come out of they squashed the tag title unification match, but right. then they come right out of WrestleMania Payback Lash, moving right back in to the tag title unification match, which I guess m- probably goes back to our theory about Roman Reigns and. The reason why they did this, right? Like that all kind of works out, and until I see this, this I, I pulled it from Cage Side, but it came originally from Wrestling Observer Radio. While WWE still has plans to do an Usos versus RK Bro match, Wrestling Observer Radio says, "quote As of right now, unquote, they don't plan to unify the Raw and SmackDown tag titles." <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> what in the hell? What in the hell is going on? <laughs> but at least they know definitively what it is they're doing with Lacey Evans. <laughs> at least they figured out definitively exactly what they're doing, and they have nailed it with Lacey What is going on, man? I don't like being this guy. I, I don't. I really don't like being this guy. I hate it. But, like, have you... Maybe this is recency bias, and Aaron, you would tell me, Glenn, you said the exact same thing literally once a year for the last five years. But have you ever seen less direction for the entirety of programming outside of maybe at tops three people in the entire company? Have you ever seen less direction from this company? No, I I think that, I mean, look, there probably is the answer is yes, because at some point there has been, but it seems to be from the top down. And usually, even if we didn't particularly like a direction that was going, usually when it comes to the title picture, we're like, okay, they want this to happen. Well, whether or not we like that, you know, whether it's Brock or whatever, okay, there, there is a direction there. Right now, I don't know any of the directions, and that kind of increased coming out of that six-man tag um well i'm i'm pretty sure the direction I, that part i'm going to just i i think that they still laid out that there is a significant roman drew story that's going to be told now when where how all of those things 
you know, I think that's still to be determined, but I don't think that that in any way dissuaded me from well, the idea that Roman and Drew is like that's that's the summer plan for, for to whatever amount, you know, however many weird, matches. The, the, that's the, the plan. The reason I hesitate on that is is only because and and you can say because it's Randy Orton that that doesn't matter, but it was weird how that match was built around Randy Orton. He, he was getting the hot tags. He was getting the biggest well, reaction again. He, like, but, the, but the, they couldn't control that part. I mean, no, no, like, no, not he, the reaction. But then, yeah. but everything else—the fact that they built the hot tag but, around. But, but it. don't you think that's why they did that? You I think mean, he, you think they changed that on the fly? I, it, I think it's possible because it was kind of weird. You know, like I, it didn't feel to me like this, like locked in, predetermined. I, I it looked like they kind of were like, oh, well, Randy's the guy that everyone wants to see. So let's. Let's but play if, to if, that. I don't know. But if they're if the plan was let's use this match to really dig in that it's Drew Roman, that's something that they wouldn't have changed. But remember, we talked about this. We're talking about four months. Yeah. I, I don't think that Drew Roman is the only story they can tell for four months. I, I I think they have to figure out a way to have concurrent stories. Now, our theory was that Cody Rhodes would be the solution for that in order to have concurrent stories told it's also plausible that it's just hey we don't want to shoot our wad on all of drew roman right here when it's not even the drew roman match especially again if they're going to be doing this for for four months um and what they might be telling you is hey we're trying to leave this out there it might very well be that the answer is we've got three different stadium shows and we realize we're going to need to do three different Roman Reigns matches for those three different stadium shows because we got to sell three stadium shows. Now, particularly, you would think that the UK one sells itself, right? That like you could repeat something, but the two American stadium shows, presumably, you need to have different main events for those two shows. You can't sell stadiums back to back on the same match. So if this is their way of saying, hey, we'll get through, like, the the, the the Usos will cost RK Bro, and that's the reason why they'll turn, and so that's going to lead to a SummerSlam match between Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. Okay, I still got to figure out how it is that Randy Orton's going to be the face when you have I, him turn on RK. I was almost going to say, the three stadium shows, do you have Roman defend against the three guys he faced on Sunday? Do you go Riddle, Money in the Bank, Randy at SummerSlam, and then Drew at the UK? It's an interesting thought. I mean, it's that's a that's a bold. I, you could, it could, especially you know, Money in the Bank is usually a little bit of a lesser contender because you have right, you have the, the Money in the Bank match, event. and you feel like that's what you're really selling. And and yet, what I would say, Aaron, is it's possible. I still, just because of the way they've singularly put the entire company behind Roman Reigns. I'd still be a little surprised by them doing a Riddle Stadium match at this point, um, because every. Do you think? Do you think though that they? I think that, you know, to, in order to do that, or in order to get there, or whatever, right? Like that's going to play into well, could play into the like how this all falls apart for them, right? Because like. They already introduced this, like, okay, well, Drew and Randy used to not really get along, but they're cool now. Right. But, like, are they cool? Like, that that thing they're already kind of throwing out there. So I wonder if 
that's going to be sort of how this all plays out is that like somehow Roman or Paul Heyman can manipulate the situation so that, you know, Hey, well, Drew McIntyre is getting a title match. Why doesn't Randy Orton want a title match and sort of put those guys at, at odds a little bit to where maybe you don't even have, like maybe you have all those guys in money in the bank and so I don't know what you do with Roman, but like, well, I wouldn't make any assumptions that he's going to be defending his title there. And I, I know that's a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how you're doing. I this. don't think you should do that. I'm just saying, I, like, I think you can get away with that in Providence in an arena, like in a thirteen thousand person crowd. I, I don't think you can get away with that at at a stadium show. Like now, again, the answer could be just Goldberg, right? Like I hate saying that, <laughs> but. I mean, we, we got to be realistic about it. Like Brock Lesnar comes back and wants another. Sure. Match. Oh my God. I mean, one thousand percent could be. I mean, the, like, let's not pretend like Brock Lesnar isn't a factor in this I mean, company. He's on the poster on the paper. But he was on the poster for WrestleMania Payback Lash too. Um, oh, was he? He was. Uh, Edge and, was the poster of that. I uh, there was a poster that had a lot of people on it, and he was, oh, and okay, he was okay. one of them. And they had to go. Like, apparently, the word was after. It was the poster that was going around before WrestleMania, and they knew he wouldn't be there, but they purposely included him because they didn't want to spoil what the result of WrestleMania was going to be or something. That was that was the the story okay. as it played okay, out. Okay, well, but now they are promoting him there and at um, SummerSlam. So, like, right, I mean, SummerSlam, he's, he's heavily and he's definitely going to be a factor. I mean, this is this is Brock Lesnar that we're talking about. It's why it would probably be good for there to be two championships. <laughs> <sighs> um. Not that he has to be in anyway. Never mind. Um, yeah, and and by the way, actually, as I flush it through, Aaron, the thought that it could be even Riddle at Hell in a Cell, Randy at Money in the Bank, Drew at SummerSlam, getting screwed, and then getting a rematch at the UK. Because again, I, I just I think you can do Drew twice. It's just that one has to be in America and one has to be in the UK, right? Like right. because you're talking about completely different crowds. That to me comes off as plausible. The riddle, riddle, a riddle Roman Reigns match for a stadium show, maybe, and maybe they've already sold a ton of tickets, right? Like maybe it's not, they're not in that much well, of a bind. But if, money, but if it's money in the bank, the selling point is money in the bank. Right? I agree, or- but they, they, they literally beat you over the head with the fact that Roman is the company. Like that's what they do. They they have identified that the entire company is one person. But but who's who's featured in the Money in the Bank promos currently? I don't I don't know. I have no clue. There's one person, and it's not him. Who is it? It's Cody Rhodes. Oh, because you mean the state? Got it. Sorry, I, I thought you meant posters. Yes, the no, the Money in the Bank like the commercials they're running are literally just him talking, and that's the whole commercial. Yeah. So like, there's. I mean, and, by the way, we do have to talk about that. Too. We, and we'll get to that. We'll get to right. that. The, the wording of that. What do you mean? Well, hang on. The, All right. the, the, the fact that Cody said that the winner gets a chance, specifically says the winner gets a chance to main event WrestleMania. Right. And, oh. it, and, it's, and, it, and that wasn't one time. They ran that all week. Okay. And, well. and I, like I said, yeah, we'll, we'll just get into it now. Like I said at the time, I'm pretty sure it's just, you know, just like WrestleMania payback lash is a way to connect everything right. to WrestleMania. I think this is simply a way to connect it to WrestleMania in a technically true. Technically, if you get the briefcase and you hold on to it, you can put yourself into the main event of WrestleMania. Or, or if you win the belt, you, you're in the 
WrestleMania main event, you know, you hold, yeah, and you hold it the belt, until then. Hold yes, he's not. It. He's not wrong. Like, but no, it's just it's yes. very. Yes, it's very tricky. weird. It's it's. I understand what you're saying. That like it's not. This is not how they typically advertise money in the bank. But to Aaron's point, the idea that they believe that WrestleMania is the thing they have and they should attach everything. Every, r- remind people constantly about WrestleMania because WrestleMania is the thing that they like. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being as simple as that, 100%. Or I could absolutely be, see it being part of Cody's character moving forward. That, like, specifically, Cody starts talking about, if I win money in the bank, I'm going to the headline WrestleMania. I'm going to hold it, and I'm going to be in the WrestleMania main event, which doesn't guarantee that he wins it. Um, it could just be setting up a trope long-term because he wants to be in the WrestleMania main event. There's any number of things that it could be, but you're right. I didn't think about, for some reason, weird reason, I didn't catch it. Maybe because I was only half paying attention. Um, I think actually you might have, uh, so I didn't see it live. I had to see a, a feed of it because they didn't, it was one of those things where Peacock put other advertisements over it during the pay-per-view. Oh, uh, okay. So. All right. That might, well, but I do remember them running it again on Raw. Yeah. I do rem- I remember them running it again on Raw and I just didn't pay attention. Although I didn't watch Raw live, so I might have fast, I literally just might have fast, saw it and fast forward through it. Like I do remember him talking about it being, you know, patriotic or something like that because it was July Fourth weekend. That's the only part of it that I remember um, from that promo. Anyway, all this being said, I I hear you. I think that the Roman thing. I do genuinely still believe that Drew McIntyre is the story. I genuinely believe that Drew McIntyre is the story, and I am more and more convinced that you're not doing a UK, a, a stadium show in the UK. I don't believe for a second that Drew McIntyre is not the main event of that. I like it. Ha- I know that Randy Orton can be Randy Orton wherever you want Randy Orton to be Randy Orton, right? Like, I understand that. But for F's sake, what are you doing if it's not Drew McIntyre? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it wasn't until Sunday that I even doubted the plan. You could but just that do, just, that, that you, give me a twinge. Yeah, the plan could just be, you know, some weird Randy Orton thing. I mean, there's also a strange report. I mean, I, I know that some of it was coupled with a misunderstanding of something that happened over the weekend. But there was a report that Roman Reigns is taking a break at some point. And, and this is separate from that other thing about what he said at a house show or whatever. There, there was a report that he was taking some kind of break, but he's also heavily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounded in... like that. It sounded like that report was kind of like he may not be at house shows. He'll be skipping some Raws and Smackdowns, but he'll be available at the pay per view. I mean, imagine, Something imagine like. giving someone both of your championship belts. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine that. Imagine giving both of your championship belts. I mean, I, I, yeah, again, it goes back to what you started this off with, with this does seem to be even at the very top, the least amount of, of true direction that they've had in a long time. I don't, I don't have the words. I just don't have the words, my man. I don't have the words for giving someone literally the entire company only to then say, yeah, we don't really need to see you for a while. <laughs> like, what the F? What are you doing? What is happening? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, man. I just I just feel uh, he was already off TV for and he's doing this after he had been off TV for a month. 
for a month. That was the break. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he, he's already taken a break. What? And and he's not going to be working many house shows anymore based on that, you know, but that segment and what we found out after. So we're not going to have title matches on house shows, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's also, but also the, apparently the report is C and D house shows. Like, like Trenton, New Jersey, that building holds 5,000 people. You know what I mean? Right, Total. right. And so right. I can I can certainly understand that's, the argument. That's where that was coming right, from. Right, that you don't like, need I'm to have Roman Reigns there building. anywhere. I understand yeah. that. But the idea is that it also included television. Like, the, so the, 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 the report was from Wrestling Observer Radio again. Uh, oh, no, this is from Dave Meltzer. It was from Meltzer. Meltzer said that he would be removed from all, he's been removed from all television and house shows between June 19th and Labor Day. Now that's, but that's separate from the thing, from, so these are two separate things. There was first the report of like, oh, Roman Reigns is going to Hollywood because he said this at the house show or whatever. Then there was a separate report about that's what I was trying to say, this summer break thing. What's that all about? That's that's he's not on TV. No, that's what Dave the belt, what right? Dave Meltzer is saying. Well, but he's saying he's still advertised for the pay-per-views. Yeah, he could not be on TV and be on the pay-per-views. Like he'd be- he's not going to be at one TV show. I, that doesn't mean he's not on any. And for all we know, he could tape. No, didn't Glenn just say removed from all? Removed from all doesn't necessarily. Yeah, mean I mean, right. not a presence. Well, hang on a second. Let me let's say this again. Uh, from Dave Meltzer, and again, I'm reading this off of What Culture. Dave Meltzer said that he would be he had been removed from all television and house shows between June 19th and Labor Day on September 5th. Then what? What Brandon's referring to is this from Andrew Zarian of Mat Men. And he threw out the Trenton, New Jersey thing. He said, spoke to someone over at WWE regarding Roman and his schedule moving forward. It's not expected for Roman to take extended time off. He will be on premium live events and TV. The only change will be with smaller market house shows, which is why he showed his gratitude specifically to the fans in Trenton, New Jersey. So... I think you're right, Brandon. This smells like two different things. This smells like well, and the new con didn't he also sign the new contract? That was uh, part of this yeah. big news dump as well. Yeah. So yeah, but part of the new contract. It smells it. like there's an overall plan for Roman Reigns to not do these these secondary house shows. But in addition, Dave Meltzer is saying there's a plan for him to take a summer break. Um but in taking that summer break, he's still available for your stadium shows. So could it very well be that they play some tricks and have him record, while, while whatever he works, he records some things that can air on the TV shows. The summer's not a great time for TV anyway, right? Like, the summer is typically the, the worst time, ratings-wise. And I get that, like, the problem for the WWE is that Mondays are terrible in the fall. Um, but summer in television as a whole is a dreadful time. That's why... Networks don't run new shows. It's just not, it's a bet. People go on vacation, right? They have things to do. Um, summer is just not a time that you're playing for ratings. So it could very well be that they legitimately pull a, a Brock Lesnar type gimmick where they say he's off all television shows. Maybe he shows up when it's at a big event. You know, like I don't even know what their summer. MSG. Right. If they're, if they're doing a Raw or SmackDown at MSG or in LA or Chicago or something like that, he could show up in one of those locations. But for the most part, he's not there week to week. He's only there to help push along whatever the program is moving towards the pay-per-view. 
Although to be fair, they just announced Raw and MSG, and he is not currently advertised. I know, I know it's Raw, but still, he's the champion of both brands. Co- the poster is like, or the the event is Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Bianca, Becky, Ronda, and and when RK is Bro. and when is that Raw? July twenty fifth. So it certainly falls within that timeline. Yeah. Um, and again, that can be subject to change, right? Like it's totally right. plausible that. As of right now, they're telling him he can have the time off, but there was sort of like a, hey, let's get back together as we get closer and figure out what we need you for. Like, let's figure out whatever the moment is when we need you. There are so many problems, however, with all of this, right? Like, that it's, it's just hard to peel all of them back. I, I am not debating whether or not Roman Reigns is a star of stars. He is. He's a star of stars. He deserves next-level treatment, right? But... He didn't have to win at WrestleMania. No. He, he definitely didn't have to, have didn't have to win both belts at WrestleMania. These were not necessary things to do. In any way, they were not necessary things to do. That's where this all becomes problematic. Because I can get it. If Roman Reigns comes to you and says, look, man, I'm just not going to work as much. That's the way it's going to go. You don't want to lose Roman Reigns. You lost way too much. So I understand wanting to work with him. But you don't have to put all of the belts on Roman Reigns then for him to walk away. That's utterly unnecessary. Hey, can I add something to this conversation? Yes. So I've just been sort of checking some things out. (laughs) Guess who's not advertised for Hell in a Cell? Okay. Roman Reigns? Correct. Man, sure. It's possible. I mean, it's. He's removed from the event. Like where you buy tickets and the poster has been changed to have Cody really big. And it has multiple people from multiple brands, just no Roman Reigns. Um, checking is that the next pay per view? Yes. It has to be. Hell yes. Show, yes. Yes. So the one after that would be what? Would be Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Well, he, obviously he's gonna be there, right? Yeah, the next three are the stadium shows. The Hell in the Cell is oh, the yeah. last non So he him, he's on there, Brock Lesnar's on there. Um, and all the other people. And maybe the if other. they've got Brock Lesnar for Hell in a Cell, right? Like, I, it's... Well, currently not advertised. I, I know. Th- yeah. This is a tricky thing, too. They're, the reason why I, I, I'd be surprised by them just punting on Hell in a Cell is only because they did travel packages for Hell in a Cell, right? Like, that's the only... But it's also a big market and a market you've always done well in. It's possible that in their minds they could get through Hell in a Cell without having to gimmick it, without having to But have... also, you do a show in Chicago without Roman Reigns. I mean, I know, like, I know what you're saying, but, like, it also seems absurd to say... I hear you. ...in this market there's no Roman Reigns. But, like, you know what could have fixed this, by the way? What? Having two belts. Yes! One... Yeah. Billion percent. I don't know if we've discussed that yet. Nope, we we really, I feel like we should mention it at some point, that it was just not necessary to give one man both belts. (sighs) And again, lack of direction at the top. Massive lack of direction. Just insane lack of direction. We will just make it up as we go along. And hey, we've got Cody Rhodes, right? So nothing else matters. Oh, and that's definitely... That they definitely think that. Well, I mean, they're definitely leaning in on it. There's no question about that. Nothing. I mean, you, you got go look at the Hell in the Cell poster, like that's on their ticket link that they have on WWE.com. Like, I did not listen. I expected them to make him a big deal. I expected them to lean into it, but this is a level I don't. I don't know if I expected it to this degree. I I don't know if I expected them to be like, ah, we don't need Roman Reigns because look. Um, 
look at this post. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected it, but there was definitely reporting like they were going like Ronda to. Ronda Rousey is behind him. <laughs> like, if you would have told me that a year ago that there'd be a poster for an event with Ronda Rousey and she'd be playing second fiddle to Cody Rhodes, I don't uh, know. If yeah, I, I mean, my that. my God, none of us would have believed that. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. When when the first report came, or when you were talking about Cody Rhodes showing up at Royal Rumble, I was like, let's not be stupid. Let's not just say <laughs> stupid things for the sake of saying them. And I was correct. So, <laughs> there is that. Not really. No, I was. You, it could have happened. Did, did you see him at Royal Rumble? It didn't happen. I was it, correct, Brandon. But, but I it, was it also ended up I more plausible was correct. Yeah, you were creating a scenario where it would just be an AW star showing up at well, WWE. That's true. That you were true. making it there was going to be no, some no, no, sort no, of that's, crossover that's between the two companies. Right. Yes, 100%. that was what you were trying to sell, which was never yes. going to occur. <sighs> All right, um, what else do we want to talk about WWE wise? What else do we want to cover? I mean, we we I, I teased the the three of us spent a lot of time talking about Lacey Evans. My God, I mean it. It doesn't really warrant this much discussion because the truth is, so nothing, man. Like, that's the reality. There is no plan. There is no nothing. Like, the second they did that on SmackDown, I was, first I was befuddled that they did it. I was like, wait, what? And then she came out and didn't change anything. So I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And she got massively cheered, which I thought was their, you know, was the point of all of this. It worked. But now they're trying to go the other direction. Like, what in the world is happening? It's like I said, the the whole stand up and show her respect to me, yes. regardless regardless of the the reaction there, screams heel. This has to be heel, well, especially if it says she said that. Right. She said that she yeah, wants she wants everyone to show the proper respect. Right. Yeah. And like, but but like, do they not? Like, here's the thing. I don't know if we believe that that all this stuff they were doing with her was going to work but guess what it kind of did because the crowd I, popped it, like, it worked in the moment i don't think it was going to work any longer well, than we, that we don't know that though right you know what i'm saying like in the moment she came out and got cheered like the number one babyface female on the on the roster and i i don't know I, I don't know but what that, this but is. Brandon, for that, for that to have, for that to have worked, it would have literally required their her like talking about her drug addict father every week, and being beat over the head no, with what it. What you would do is you would have Bailey come out and say that. I mean, sure, but like you it know, still requires, but it requires it every week. It like, would have been very patronizing at some point. It, like it, it you can't that that does not work long term. Do you think do you think that they think that this is like uh like a meta thing where they're like okay, like we're going to go back to her being a dick, but we want to we want you to know who the real person is so that you're in on it with us. Like do you think that's what they think they're doing here? Like we want to show you who this person is so that you buy in as like the like you do with the Miz or whatever. Like so that you accept her as part of this and you don't turn on it but you boo her the way we want you to or whatever do you know what i'm trying to say like i, I wonder if that's what I, I think they, i think that's a little bit too much for them i yeah. like i understand I, I, that, I, that would be logical i just don't see that coming from i mean them. if i had to come up with a theory it's 
it's not that dissimilar to what we were talking about privately, which, and, and I, I know this is personal, it's not that dissimilar to somebody having a great idea for Hit Row, and then within a week, nothing. Right. Right. Like, I, I think somebody was responsible. Hey, Lacey Evans is coming back. Figure something out. And somebody came up with this plan, right? Like, I don't know who it was, but somebody came up with this plan. And as much as we can all roll our eyes on it about it and say, you know, this isn't going to work, that was the plan. And then somebody else said, yeah, I don't care. What? This will just disappear. We'll just make this go away. Like Emelina or whatever. About whatever it was. Anything. Again, no direction. You you can come up with whatever you want to come up with. Then somebody else, and you can insert the names here that you want to insert here, but somebody else is like, yeah, I don't care. And everybody looks at him and says, dude, we we put a lot of work into this. Yeah, I don't care. We're not doing that. Put her on Raw. I don't care what you do with her. Put her on Raw. Make her a heel. What? (laughs) We need someone to face Bianca. Boom. We've just spent the last month and a half building her as this impossible-to-boo face on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't care. By the way, Aaron, if that's what the direction they're going, I'm very worried about that, like how they... (laughs) <laughs> how they navigate that. I, I just, so fundamental, like, my first reaction was, oh my god, are they doing, like, you know, someone who's like, you can't you can't boo me because of this, and, like, that's kind of the awkward, I'm gonna be a dick, but you can't boo me because of this, but that is so, I mean, A, it would be hard to navigate even on, like, a, a fantastically written show. So I don't know if A, WWE could, but I also don't know that WWE would want to go down that road because it would be so against what what would that be like what 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 would that be (laughs) like i I mean i think in in a well-written show there's a compelling heel of a a, like a military character who says you can't boo me because i'm in the military no matter what i do i can be the worst person ever but i'm in the military that is a really deep character man like also not considering wwe and what they do i can't imagine them getting behind something like that and that's that's my thing is like it could be done but i don't see wwe even wanting it to be almost like the guy on the indies that was like the trump person or whatever right the progressive liberal yeah it's like that level of well i would go a step beyond that i don't think that works on the indies either i don't think that works in AEW. i don't think that works i think that that is too too nuanced a character for professional wrestling like well, that's a the professional wrestling audience isn't going to boo someone in the military. Like, right. Like if you were at, if you were at Coachella, you might be able to get people behind something like that. Like if you're, no, some it's, liber- it's a, really it's a, it's a thing. but it's a movie character. It's a TV character. Right. It's right. for what it's worth. It's, 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 um, I don't know. It's the cops and we own this city, right? Exactly. Like yeah. they're, they're the cops. So even though they're effing evil, they were, they were the cops that were arresting everybody. So everybody li- like, that works on a TV show, but it, it does not work in professional wrestling. Like you're asking for way too much from any crowd to be able to understand and and work around a character like that. Like it's just new, no, no. Right. wrong place, wrong place to be trying something like that. Um, Why short of them just completely dropping everything but that's which, I, I, that's probably what's gonna I, be. I don't know why this is like how many times do they do this for us to think there's something else afoot this is what they do they they prepare something there's too many there's too many cooks in the kitchen and nobody's talking to each other 
they prepare something, they have all, all these ideas, it all works, and now we immediately have to change someone's name the moment we see them. Like immediately, like it's it's insanity. It's it's the it's so directionless. It's you you start to literally wonder about Vince McMahon's senility. Like it, what is this? And I again, I have no. I, this was never going to work with Lacey Evans. It was embarrassing what they were doing. I rolled my eyes at it at every turn, but they did it. It was the work they did. So you at least see it through until it's shot. And if you get one pay-per-view cycle out of it, which is one more than I would have bet on, at least you got the one pay-per-view cycle out of it. Ugh. And, and and the other thing is, like, let's say that they were, I mean, like, it's such a mess that, like, even if they would have stayed the course of what we thought they were doing, to your point, who do you oppose? Other than if you, like, Bailey's the only thing I can think of. Because there's no one else there that makes any sense to do something like that. Like, you can't put her up against Becky with this. No. Because Becky's busy. <laughs> you know? Well, like, there's no and, one to work with. And Becky's too much of a star, too. Like, that, right. that's the other thing that you have to deal with. Is like, it has to be someone... Essentially, you can do squash matches for a little while. That's about yeah, all you can yeah, do yeah, with yeah. it. You can do yeah. it for two months. And then... And then it, or, you know, maybe two months. But, like, you do that, and then... Maybe and you and put and her over like and then maybe you after you have her do squash matches and everybody loves her you the uh, the only thing you can do is is like Natalia or someone maybe you know what I mean? yeah like, maybe right like but that's that's the most you're getting out of it and then the only compelling thing you can do is have her become a manipulative heel like have her right, become right, the person right. that suckered all of you in only to turn out to be a man but you but definitely that, dude by the way I was I'm. I, Part of me was very relieved when they moved her to Raw because there was only one other way to go, and it would have been a, the biggest mess ever. And maybe that's why they moved her, because of who the champion is currently. Wow. I, I kind of went the opposite way with it, was because on like Monday morning, you start to hear the reports that Charlotte's going away for a while. Right. So well, that I would thought, have been the only person for her to work with, and, and she's and gone. And that's, that's the thing. is like, So on Friday, I'm like, okay, they're turning her heel. Weird, but okay. Monday morning, it's like, okay, so I guess we're we're gonna have rush Lacey up, you know, rush Lacey to the heel thing and and put her in for Ronda feud. No, now you're moving her, and now who's Ronda facing? There's not many women on SmackDown right now. They're all yeah. over on Raw. If, well, if hang I were on. the person, hang on. It, I mean, like you can you can break up Naomi and Sasha yeah. quickly, like that. You don't have to. Hey, they're the tag team champions. I understand. That's where I was gonna go, but like I will, I'm I'm taking a pause. Like the, she's a face currently, right? Yeah. I mean, not a good one. No, but, but you're right. You're right. They're trying yeah. to do the raw oh. raw crowd. Yeah. I mean, like to me, to me, I know where the money is, but they'll never do it. And, and, and like, honestly, I don't know if they're the right person is there to like have it done correctly. The money's in her and Shayna. I mean, if, if you had someone, if Paul Heyman took control of that part of the show and you did something cool with her and Shayna, I could see you getting somewhere with that, but they haven't done enough with Shayna to like make that what it should be. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Shayna just hanging out with Natalia. I don't know if that is the right catalyst to this. All you have to do is play a story, and you could heat that up fairly quickly if you wanted to. 
So that's you're right. That's, that's probably the I, right. I just don't know if I agree would. that that's where the money is. Like, I, I mean, as far as like in, something interesting that Ronda can do, that I you, you I, I think it's into, but like, do you think you can put a Ronda Shayna match as a stadium main event? I mean, the problem is they never did the work they should have done with Shayna to begin with. If they had done that, yes. I mean, I, I I think we all know what the answer is. Is they're no. they're gonna do Ronda Becky at SummerSlam. Like that's how? what's happening. How? That's not hard. What do you mean how? You don't think you think they're gonna switch Becky that quickly? Switch her? There is no switching. No, no, no. You can pretend <laughs> that, but like, they're they're they have rosters. They're on shows. Yes, they don't care about them. But, here, but they, by the but by the busy. by the way, switching is super easy. Becky wins Money in the Bank. Becky oh, cashes well, in underhandedly. Yeah. Becky is the champ. Ronda's trying to get her title back at SummerSlam. You could do that, but don't. Didn't we? Didn't we all know they wanted that for Mania next year? Yes, but they they don't have anything. <laughs> like, what are they gonna do? I mean, I guess it depends on if she's staying f- face or if they're gonna turn. It her also depends on how long Ronda's gonna be around too. Like that that's too. these are all parts of the conversation. At this point, maybe I maybe they. By the way, maybe they decide that they want Ronda Bianca. No, I think I think I think the answer is probably Ronda Bailey. I think that's your probably like that's probably what her next match is gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. Bailey come out within the next week or two. Yeah. I, I mean, she's ready from what I understand. Yep. So like, I mean, that is. I mean, you don't even have to do much. I mean, you <laughs> don't just, have to. You don't have to do much. But you've got again. Remember, these are three stadium shows that we're talking about. Yeah, but Bailey's worthy of that. I, I think I mean as long I think as you have for, someone else. I on think top. for one. I think yeah. Bailey can do one and probably specifically money in the bank. Um but they'll but they'll have money in the bank matches too. And you probably and th- this goes back to the the roster issues. Like mm-hmm. Does. I mean, you have you need all those people and money unless you're literally going to fill Money in the Bank with like Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. Well, you, I mean, hang on, that's that actually is not that's almost exactly what you should be doing because that's what you should be doing. I'm saying, will will they do that or uh-huh. the, or, or do, do they want Sasha and all those people in the Money in the Bank match? Well, I mean, Sasha, I think it would be fine. I I when you say Liv Morgan and Raquel, those are two people that should be in the match no matter who else is in the match. Liv yeah. Morgan is a star right now. That You know what I'm trying to say. The well, yeah, people but, who could headline the match, they're going to or they could headline in a title match, they're going to win in that match. I I don't think I don't think there's an you, I mean, you already said Becky, right? Like Becky's going to be in Money in the Bank. So if Becky's in Money in the Bank and you've got Liv in Money in the Bank and Rhea Ripley in Money in the Bank. Right. I mean, like, who is there to fight for the title if you've got all these people? Well, you just said Bailey is the answer. Like, for one of them, but there's two belts. Lacey Evans. Okay, yeah. but I thought we couldn't do that or won't do it or whatever. Why, why not? They just moved her to Raw to be a heel. Why wouldn't they have her I, face I Bianca? Say, the only reason okay, but, you've got, but, but then you, your words, there's three stadium shows, so you need six matches. I agree, but you only have one Money in the Bank match. So those, well, everybody who's in the Money well, in the right, Bank match can one. go move into the other title matches and the other stadium shows. That's true. I mean, like I mean, you, you could very easily set up. Like, let's say we even went down the road of Bianca, of Becky winning, and then moving over to SmackDown because it just, of it, it just plays into that silly thing that we've said. Like, oh, you lost, but you get to fight for. Oh well, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, it's, but it's, that's WWE right. wrestling right now. Right, what are we supposed to do? Pretend like that's not a thing? Like that's what they do. 
Um, it's and very likely we see Asuka lose money in the bank and then face Bianca at SummerSlam. 100%. 100%. Um, but I would also I would go as far as to say that I would I would also lean in much like with Drew, Becky being in the main event for the UK Stadium show is going to happen, right? Like you're you're going to do that. So it could be the exact same scenario where she's in the main event at SummerSlam and in the main event at the UK show because it's two different continents, two different crowds, the whole thing. Um, but it would Becky and Drew McIntyre are going to be in the main events of the, the UK yeah. show. I mean, like they 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 have to be. Like, but again, this is a blow it up moment. I know we've had plenty of those. Um, this is a blow it up moment if they're not. Like they're gonna be in the main event. So could you just do Becky and Bianca again? In that main event, sure, you could, a hundred percent, you could do that. If you're just trying to figure out a way to delay, you know, Becky Ronda to WrestleMania of next year, do you have Ronda Rousey for WrestleMania next year? I, I imagine you do. Do you have her for the entirety of the year that you just have her hold the belt the entire time? Nah, I have no idea. Do they stunt book any of this? Like, is there like a Lita, a Trish Stratus, a one sure. of those people they, of course they could do that of course that could be a especially you know saudi arabia is going to be in the fall again or whatever well yeah i mean they'll definitely do something like that then um anything else raw smackdown related that we need to discuss i mean Rhea, Rhea's Rhea finally joined edge's brood um, they teased more coming which i i, I hope is champa but i say that i i still don't feel anything like i'm just not they are not doing a good job of defining why this group exists. Like, his promos are too vague. They are too generic. They, they, they come off as it exists for the sake of existing. They're not defining, like, if you're against the politics of WWE, why are you a, a dark, brooding, evil group, right? Like, why, why are you using dark magic, <laughs> yeah, their their promos come off as something someone would do in promo class, right? Like it it feels like, like here, I'm a heel, and here's why. Like it feels like it. what's missing is why are you the leader of a cult specifically? <laughs> That's the part and you have to address. And by the way, why are you mad about the politics? Because they all favor you. Yeah, they definitely own. have eternally favored you. There's no question about that. <laughs> but but th- I can even separate that part of it, right? Like. There, there was like one paragraph in there where he starts going, I saw these guys being underutilized and I wanted to take them under my wing and raise them up and to my level. And I was like, but that's not a cult. That's not. No, but separately, that was the only useful thing he said. This I, whole I time. understand what you're saying, but it doesn't explain why the group has to look like this. Like well, that, but, that can well, no, be a you're right. But, the, but that, that was almost silly. Cause that was almost like the non kayfabe reason <laughs> the, for the group. Right. Yeah. Like we all know that the, 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 the Damien priest was spinning wheels. So we needed to do something with Damien priest. Like it, I hear you, but even then it, a face group can be like that. Here's right. Papa edge coming and saying, I want to help you guys out. You're not explaining to me why this is a dark magic group. Like, why is it? Yeah, why Why did you make the lights go out? It, that's the part that's missing from this. Which, like, all we're basically getting is Edge was in the brood, so there was some dark magic involved with that. Now other people are in the brood, too. 
Like and there's he has, he has this dark, heavy sounding music, so that's why. There's there's know. there's no we're not we're not tying it together as to why these people have been attracted to the dark arts of Edge and want to be involved with dark magic themselves. It, and, and it might be because they're realizing they don't want it to be about dark magic, but again, they already did that. They already did the evil lights go off and, and maniacally laughing. They've already done all that stuff. So you can't make the dark arts side of this go away, the sci-fi aspect of end. it. Yes. <laughs> just, just be over. It's just... It's just done. Like, it never happened. You've already gone down the sci-fi route, but you're not telling a story as to why these people, what makes them scary? Is Edge teaching them dark magic? Because then that makes them scary if that's the case. We're, we're, it's just existing for the sake of existing. So when I say I want Champa to be part of it, I, I do, but not this. I need it to be more defined as to what this is. Well, especially when he keeps going back and forth in his promos and, you know, still taking the weird crowd shots, the weird hometown shots. Yeah. Stuff, stuff that dark people shouldn't be Nope. Doing. That's not. Uh, I, and yeah, it, I, I pointed that out last week, he, and he's still doing it. And by the way. Oh, yeah. He's doing it every week. And the answer could be because, once again, no direction. They don't know what this is. They have no clue. There is no plan. There is no purpose. They're just spinning wheels and if i had to bet that's probably what i would bet that's that's well, speak, speaking of stuff like that <laughs> smackdown apparently the bloodline has a shinsuke nakamura problem <laughs> that that I mean... shinsuke nakamura completely ignored when he was a lumberjack in the match two weeks ago but now we're talking about this again like wait it makes sense <laughs> like it made sense if he we hadn't seen him since then yes but unfortunately we have seen him since then yep mm-hmm. i i i gotta I, I gotta tell you though i do love i mean it goes without saying obviously this Sami Zayn stuff <laughs> where he's like the stooge that goes to tell roman reigns things i do kind of love that but yeah, everything he does. I, is yeah, amazing. I mean that's because you love Sam, right? And I don't blame right. you for that. I love Sammy too. But yeah, like it, it could be amazing. It should be amazing. Again, with no direction, do I have any faith in it being amazing? No. Not really. No. I mean, I'm interested, but if it's just, I mean, I don't know. It, there's something. There's something there where he's do he's interacting with the most important people on the show. Um. Also. <laughs> what did you what did you think about um the Ezekiel stuff this week? Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of fun. It's silly, it's but that's Kevin okay. Owens yeah, being right? Kevin Owens. Right. I mean, I actually genuinely love Ken Owens. And and you know what? Yes. I, <laughs> I, I I even what I loved even more is how deadpan every time um Ezekiel said Ken. Like yeah, it was yeah. I can't believe how flawless the delivery was of that. Like, and, and how about the balls to ask the crowd um, if that's Ezekiel, and and that the, the fact that they responded the correct oh yeah, they, way. They were into it, it 100. percent Kevin Owens can get the crowd to do more or less whatever he wants. Like, that's I, I was I, when they did that. I was like, ooh, like I can't even remember where they were, but I was like, 
Ooh, that's taking a real chance. Like either they they've bought into this or they think it's stupid, and the crowd's bought into this. Right, right. I mean, they didn't have to give him a five sentence uh, explanation of what they were supposed to do, like MJF had to do when uh, <laughs> they were in there. Anyway, um, do we have anything uh, else? One we other to... thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just one other thing, and this is a genuine question: What is this Alexa Bliss? No, uh, not it was to be determined. Yeah, I, no, like like I said, it's a genuine question. That was my big takeaway of that. Is right? There was, huh? It was her old music. It was her old music, but her new Tron. She came out with Lily, but it was her old clothes and kind of a mix of the taunts. I, which I, I kind of dig. I think it's very much a let's figure out what she is as we move along because we just don't know. I, that's exactly what it came off to is like we we think she's a star. So we think that she can do something, but let's get a feel for it, and then we'll decide what it is that she is moving forward. Feels right. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's that. I, and I, I mean, and they got, and they have to treat. Well, dude, we didn't even talk about her in the context of the conversation we were having earlier. I mean, a hundred percent, she's one of those answers. She can be. Uh, she can be. Yep. Blew the doors off of whatever. What was the match? Um, was it? Was it a elimination chamber you're talking Thank about? Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Was unbelievable in the match. Uh of course. She was wonderful. No no question about it. All right. Um, you want to briefly say anything about NXT? I don't really have much to say about NXT, frankly. I don't have much to say about it. Okay, good. Then we can just move on. Um, as far as AEW is concerned, having Jeff Hardy go over Darby Allen is a choice. <laughs> I'm also, I'm deciding a match in a tournament is just no rules is is a choice, too. This is a wrestling tournament to honor Owen Hart. Okay, now we're just going to beat each other with chairs. And- right. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, it's whatever. But right. it's, it is stupid. Look, I, if Aaron, what you're about to say is it's only about setting up who's going to lose to Adam Cole next week... Fine, but you didn't need to set up the tournament that and, way. And that's the thing. I, was gonna, my, I think the only defense is... They want to make Darby versus Adam Cole somewhere like big, but they put. Do you believe that? Yeah, I don't know. I if... do think. Yeah, I, I mean... don't know if I believe that or not. But they could they? I guess. It, yeah. It it could be, but I like again the only way to to justify it is say well we didn't want to have to have Darby lose to Adam Cole next week. Well, how is losing to Adam Cole more damaging than losing to Jeff Hardy? <laughs> right. It's not. Like. Unless you got again, unless you got plans for it in the near future, that that's the only thing that makes sense. I, you can wrestle again. Like, how many times have people wrestled in random tournaments and then that like nobody's gonna? I mean, ultimately, the the part about this stuff that WWE is right about, no one would remember that. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, if you want to do a program in a month or two, do a program in a month or two. Like, not many people are going to be like, oh, but he lost to to Adam Cole in the tournament. And even so, Adam yeah, Cole but, has how many friends that could cheat? Five? Yeah. Six? Something like that? I don't know. Look, if they are thinking that way, I'm, I'm not going to criticize anybody from saying, well, maybe fans aren't stupid. Like, Is there I'm any way gonna... Jeff Hardy's like winning and that's no, why? No, no. God, I hope not. But couldn't somebody ruin it? Like, isn't Adam Cole technically feuding with someone right now and that could... Or that group, I guess, is feuding. I, I don't know. Like, something could happen with, um, is Kyle O'Reilly still in this tournament? 
Yeah, Kyle's facing. Is Kyle facing the Joker? Or is Joe facing the Joker? One of them is facing Joe the Joker. versus the Joker, and Kyle versus someone. Uh, I'm just. There might be some storyline reason oh, why it's, Adam, it's, it's Kyle versus uh, Phoenix. Oh well, that's not really. I, I mean, there there could be some storyline reason why Adam Cole's not winning next week. I don't know. I I, I don't think that's good, but I mean, there could be. <laughs> I just so maybe Tony Khan is a big Jeff Hardy fan. Well, we know he's a big Jeff Hardy fan. He's openly said he's a big Jeff Hardy fan. I just I have trouble seeing them wanting Jeff Hardy to be in the finals in the pay per view. I mean, both people have a thousand people that could come down to the the, the ring next week. Oh, or whatever. And I'm, like, right. I'm not even talking kayfabe. I'm just saying. I mean, I guess the only thing you could play up is if you really want to play it up is like. In the tournament, Jeff Hardy is the one person who faced Owen Hart. And if you really want to play it up that way, oh. I mm, mean, okay. They made, they made a big deal about sharing that picture of him and Owen yeah. Hart. I mean, fine. I, I mean, it, it, but, what, again, then, but what is the reason of doing this tournament? Good question. And, like, and, but but if, the, if the specific answer, or if the specific question is, why did Jeff Hardy win? Maybe it's because he's winning. <laughs> well, maybe it is, but then maybe don't have Darby Allen be the opponent he faces. In the, the, like, there's just no justifying having a main event of a dynamite be Jeff Hardy going over Darby Allen. There is no justification for that ever, ever. It didn't need to face Darby Allen in the first round of this tournament. If you if you're working on something else. This was not necessary. This didn't help. If anything, it goes a long way to showing they're nowhere close with thinking that Darby Allen is a thing. And again, we've all known that because they've literally hired a babysitter for him for a year. But at some point, we have to acknowledge, even within that, you could justify the idea that, like, hey, maybe at some point they'll figure out what this is supposed to be. They are telling you loudly, Darby Allen isn't a thing. They they you can, they can only tell you so many times before you choose to believe them, right? Like they have made it abundantly clear for a year and a half that Darby Allen isn't real. He's just a guy. They don't think anything of him. They don't think he's a future star. They only think Wardlow is a future star. They don't think that any of their people, their originals, matter. They're they're pillars, if you will. They don't believe them. They actually matter, other than Wardlow. That's the only one they actually believe something in. Everything else is a joke, and this isn't okay. This is not how a professional wrestling company is supposed to act. Jeff Hardy can beat Sheamus once upon a time. Your young stars should not be losing main, main event matches to Jeff Hardy. Hardy in the year of our Lord 2022. I, I think this is the problem with um, that whole mentality. I mean, I'm, obviously, this is the problem with the whole mentality of, well, you know, X guy left WWE because of treatment or placement or whatever, and this company is going to do that, quote unquote, this is a boilerplate, right? Like, this company is going to treat him like he should be treated or whatever. Well, like, when you're talking about Keith Lee, like that's different than Jeff Hardy. And like, I think the problem is like, that is what's happening is that like 
some of these guys that are like the Jeff Hardy types are coming in and they, you know, probably feel beholden a little bit to uh, positioning them a certain way. We have to treat you like you're a big deal because we convinced you to come over here because we treat you like you're a big deal. And all of the interviews were he wanted to face Roman Reigns and that's what he didn't get in the other company and or that he was apparently going to get that. But whatever happened, happened. And now he's here. And so, like, I think now that he's here, he's not losing in the first round of the tournament. So to your point, maybe that should have been somebody else. Definitely. Or again, or we just have to accept at some point we have to accept that they are telling us loudly. And Harvey Allen's the guy that falls off of stuff. That's that's it. it. That's it. That's all he is. They literally hired a babysitter for him. They don't. He does not matter. By the way, his babysitter falls off of stuff, too. Now. Correct. And his babysitter is always going to be the bigger star. Like, we're never going to allow him to be elevated over even his own babysitter. They have, they- we, talk, we talked about it after the coffin match a few weeks ago. It, it could have been whether or not, again, that match should have been that big. But whatever. He had a great moment beating, you know, a, after a great match beating Andrade. And then Sting comes out and the Hardys come out. And that's how it ends. Yep. They'll like never, Darby. they'll never get it. And again, maybe it's because of the stuff in his past, right? We've talked about that before. I don't know how I would handle Darby Allen. I'm not sure, but I, you're, you're, you're going out of your way to pretend like Darby Allen's a thing only then to remind you every time he's not a thing. And at some point I would just say, look, if he's not a thing, stop pretending, stop pretending that Darby Allen matters. Stop giving him entrances. Stop doing all of that. Just let him be another wrestler on the, the, the show because you're afraid of the you know some of the stuff that he's done or said in the past. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not telling you that's wrong. I don't really know enough of the details, right? Like I I just know that this is not a functional way for a professional wrestling company to build stars. And that problem has gotten worse and worse and worse. By the way, how's their champion doing? Yeah. I, I we'll we'll get to that in a second because I have some thoughts. <laughs> how, how's the champion of the ship? They they have no idea how to build stars in that company. No. But by, by, by the way, if if the champion is going the direction it felt like from that segment, I would say uh, on the uptick from from where he was at least. But we all know what's happening in the match. So I, I, no, I genuinely don't. All right, let's just skip to it. Based on what we just saw, I've no, over the past two weeks, I have no idea what's going on, and I have no idea where they're going. I mean, b- based off of this this last week, I would say he's beating CM Punk. I that's where I and if why that's what's happening. Why? Okay. Why do you say that? And, and again, it's because and 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 that's the part that I was going to say. I don't think that's really happening. We all know what's going to happen. I think it's because because the building was such because the crowd was such that it was. I don't know if that segment was a segment they planned to do, but he definitely didn't come out of the segment looking like the guy who was going to lose the match. He came out of the segment looking like the guy who was going to win the match. But if that segment was in not Long Island, I don't know if that would have played the same way. But, like, that's the well, way it played to me. Well, but they played into it in a major way. This wasn't well, them what kind I'm saying. of— They played into what was happening. Well, not just what was happening. They planned on it happening. They had him come out in in the uh, the jersey. They had them so cut off the, the. I don't get the jersey. What was the? So was uh, that that was Islanders uh, jersey, right? That was to, no, but it was Tavares who had left the Islanders uh, and who is absolutely despised right now in Long it. Island. 
Like that was played to get the booze. They cut off his music mid entrance so we could hear the booze. They wanted to make sure everybody knew we that CM Punk was getting booed. But mm-hmm. that's weird because the week before they had Hangman playing. Right now, and and here's what I did. I actually went back and. Uh, I, after that segment, I was so confused that I went back and, and watched that Hangman segment again to try to see, like, what am I missing here? And if you want to frame it in a way where, well, this is actually like a blood feud and this is just Adam Page saying, you know, I don't want to match. I want to just destroy Punk because it's that personal now. It fits, except for the fact that this isn't a blood feud. Not at all. Not remotely. So I don't I, like that's what this is coming off as is. They think somehow, and I, I literally was like, what am I missing here? I almost want to go back and watch like every punk segment for the past month to see what the hell I'm missing. Because they're, over the past two to three weeks, it's come off as this is a personal blood feud. Everyone's acting accordingly that it's a personal blood feud, but they forgot to do the personal blood feud. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, that's the problem. What th- It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. I I got nothing. I literally I don't I don't know what to say about it. I, and I would dis. It still comes off to me like the answer is just CM Punk. That CM Punk is just always going to be the biggest deal. I I think that we overreact to what I mean. They they built an entire segment on making sure that MJF was seen as the 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 face. I think that they were trying to go out of their way to make everybody know the Long Island crowd is weird. Right? Like, it's not the same crowd as we're going to have other places. I... And wasn't, isn't John Silver from Long Island? Well, yeah. Well, th- that's the thing is they built it that way, which, like, if he wasn't facing John Silver, if he didn't do all that stuff, I think it's still a little more mixed, but it's not what we got. Like, they intentionally wanted exactly what we got. Right. But they intentionally wanted MJF to be cheered too. Right? Hometown's a little different, though. Like, I understand I, that. I understand what you're saying. But I also think they could be running into the fact that because the last time they were there, it was MJF and CM Punk, and CM Punk got booed out of the building, they were prepared for the idea that there was some of that that still lingered here. Right? So let's work around it specifically to the Long Island crowd. Now, if they do it again next week, then then we can talk about it. Right? Like, I think that they walked into this saying... We've got to think about how this is going to go. And it's almost like when the announcers on the Raw after WrestleMania say to you, hey, nothing that happens tonight is real. Like, right. everybody's going to boo. and it makes that, That's their way of kind of doing the same thing here. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's odd. It's odd as hell. It's like, I, I, I get it for a house show. It's just once you bring in the TV, then it's, you know, presentation should matter. So what do you do? I don't know. I'm confused. Well, I'm, if your first answer is, hey, don't have CM Punk face John Silver, right? Like, yeah, okay. That, that's, like, that's part A. Sure. Don't have him come out with the, you know, the crowd baiting jersey. Don't have him, you know, don't cut the music in the middle of the entrance so you we can make sure, oh, yeah, they definitely want everybody to boo. Like... Don't do those things. But then what happens if they have him come out and they're not planned for all of that and the crowd still boos because it's about MJF and the fact that the last time that ha- you were here, we hated you because you were working against MJF. Don't, don't have him come out. You don't have CM Punk come out on your television show? Didn't have him last week. 
probably gives you additional reason to not. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess here's the thing: you have him come out last week, and you don't have him come out this week. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hear you. I'm not trying to tell you that this worked. It didn't work, right? Like it, it was weird as hell. But none of it made me feel better about Adam Page. None of it made me say they're strapping the rocket to Adam Page. And if that was the plan, if that was supposed to be their announcement, hey, we're strapping the rocket to Adam Page, well, then what in the F have you been doing for the last three months? It's less, to me, it was less strapping a rocket as more as last week afterward, I was like, oh, no, Adam Page is going heel because they want to they wanna make sure that CM Punk gets the biggest reaction as humanly possible in Las Vegas. And after this week, that doesn't feel like what they're doing. I, you know, Punk may still win. But like after last week, I was just, I was resigned Oh, this is what's happening, and okay. here's why. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I. Yeah. No, I mean, to me, it just feels again. To me, the most logical explanation is they think they've built a blood feud, and How? everyone's acting accord. Right. Everyone's acting accordingly, as if this is a blood feud. Except it's not a blood feud. It is most feud. certainly it, not a blood feud. Because it, right, and it's bonkers because CM Punk just came out and put his, did the title symbol the one night, right, and that's it. Yep. That's right. the entirety of the build. Yes, correct. That's the entire. It's, it's very illogical. Um. Anyway, uh, I tell you, I, what's super logical? They, I, they damn well better be leading up to MJF beating Wardlow. I swear to Christ. <laughs> I I swear to everything holy. If this is not that, I, I'm, it it you are dancing on a point at which. I can't even feign being a fan. And I have somebody to say, are you really a fan to begin with? You didn't even go when they were in Baltimore last week. Yeah, but I would have. And I am still watching three hours of AEW programming a week. And I get it. If we're going to do this show, I kind of have to do it. And maybe I should put watching in quotes because I'm definitely not focused on any of it. But what in the world would it be if this is all, doing all of this is just leading up to having MJF win anyway? Fine. But that's the only way that it can go. They cannot do all of this to then have Wardlow beat him. Like, that, this is insanity. The, the problem is that with the stipulations they're put, you know, like, he, Wardlow has to get out of that contract. And if he doesn't win, did you do all this to not have him get out of the contract? Like, well, he also can't sign a deal with AEW. So, like, Right, they kind like, of pigeonhole like, themselves in the right. We're almost like from a in a kayfabe state. Like you've you've did it where both people have to win. Right, you've set it up where both people absolutely have to win. Well, no, we're saying that that MJF has to win, but they've only set it up so that Wardlow has to win. <laughs> like they like they they've set themselves up in real in reality that MJF has to win, but they've. They've only set up in kayfabe. That well, well, you're saying that what's at stake? There's on, only because of right. what's at stake. Not, only and and not even just what's at stake. There's but nothing what at it stake for MJF. The only thing at stake for for Wardlow is is for Wardlow. And, and you and you have to move on from this contract. Correct. You have to move on from Wardlow. Like like even beyond just the simple kayfabe, just from a structural TV standpoint, you can't keep doing this with Wardlow. Correct. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way that you can get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think. No, of I, a... I, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you the way they get, get out of it is 
Wardlow wins the pay-per-view and MJF immediately gets the win back. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's no, good. That doesn't work. It does not work. You can't I, solve I, I, it I, I that don't, way. I don't disagree. But I mean, this is insane. The only way that works is if MJF purposely shows that he wanted to lose the pay-per-view match. Like, that it was all part of his manipulative plan. But that doesn't... And how would that work? That That's what I'm saying. It doesn't work. Like, they, they this goes back to the CM Punk problem. You are creating, taking the most diabolical heel and saying, except, by the way, they're not diabolical at all. Not remotely. He's an idiot. He's the biggest doofus on the face of the planet. They are killing MJF, which is, by about a billion, the best thing that's ever happened in this company. No oh, yeah, offense. Yeah, the take, the, take the handcuffs off of him <laughs> while everyone else is like, why are you doing they're that? They're making him a right. doofus. The only way that can work is if it's all part of the plan. If it's all part of his evil genius. I don't think that can involve him losing a first match and losing the... Like, they, this in, inherently part of the problem is that they, it, they are proje- projecting that Wardlow is the story that matters. I like Wardlow. I do. I think there's something there. He's clearly a physical specimen. He's capable of things. I don't know how good he is on the mic, but he's not nothing, right? Like, he's he's acting a little bit while he's doing all of these things and showing you some sort of chops. There's something there. But you're losing sight of the fact that the other guy is the company. That's AEW. The most redeemable part of the entire company is the other guy. And continuing to screw that up is ruining the one thing that has mattered about this company, which is they gave you the best character in all of professional wrestling. Them. Everything else is WWE retreads that they're shoving down your throat and telling you is the most important thing in the world. By the way, that's where they are. That's fine. If that's you want to go see CM Punk, it's the place to go see CM Punk. I get it. But what AEW has actually produced as a wrestling company, almost individually, Britt Baker, fine, right? Like, Britt Baker. It certainly appears as though Jade Cargill is going to be a thing. She is well on her way to being a thing. But what they've got to show for it more significantly than anything else is this guy. And they continue to seem to fail to understand that the story should always be about MJF. And if the answer to this is that Wardlow has to go, that you have to continue the story down the road, and and Wardlow's got to go back to working for MJF and being, that's fine because but the story ain't about Wardlow. That's, that, but that continues being the story then. Then the story is still Wardlow. No, it's not. Wardlow can just yes, go is. back if, to... If, if, if he continues being on the contract, it is now forever the story until he gets out of the contract. If you if you tell it that way. I mean, if Wardlow just goes back to being... I guess what you're saying is you can't both have Wardlow matter and have MJF go over. And that... It, it, it's, not, it's not even that. It's a... I mean, a, I guess, yeah. Okay, yes, you're right. If Wardlow literally just these past three months have... It mattered at all and he just 
goes away, basically. No, he just goes back to being a henchman. Like, just goes back to being a guy. I, I just, you can't do what you've done your past three months and then just have But him be you a can't do what you've done for the last six months to MJF and still have him be MJF. I understand and, that. And every time out of 100, 100 times out of 100, if somebody's got to get hurt between Wardlow and MJF, 100 times the answer is Wardlow. No offense. That the pro- He might be the second best person in the entire company. I think it hurts MJF, though. I really do. I think it hurts MJF if Wardlow is still around because then we will be saying, okay, when is he turning? When's he doing this? When's he doing that? It's everything is... You know, we're just waiting for that. Why is he pretending to so be the henchman? What you're still? saying is that you can choose between cutting off MJF's arm or cutting off his leg. Sure. I mean, that's what that's what this is coming down to at this point. There is no way that it's okay for him to just keep being a doofus and still not, be MJF. That's why I hated it more than anything that that he lost that match because of again the big picture. I was like, oh my god, he's going to because he has to lose again. Like but this is this is insanity. It's nuts. MJF is the only thing that matters. I, every week that you don't get that is a week that you feel more and more like WCW. MJF is the company. Period. That's what you got. At the end of the day, why do I have to watch AEW every week? Because I'm getting MJF. Because it's the only place I can go to get the singular best performer you want to compare it to Roman Reigns, you know what I mean? Like, but the Roman Reigns is not singular. It's with Paul Heyman. It's become even better. I don't know, right? Like, well, I, look, look, you know, we, we can make the argument that as far as who's doing the best work right now, it's Kevin Owens. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would I would make that argument. Sure, yes. I would make that argument. But I get yes. that Roman Reigns the ro- the bloodline has been the best thing in professional wrestling yes. for some time. But the singular best performer in all of professional wrestling exists yes. in that company. And I've got to watch them every week in order to get that performer. But for that performer to be that guy, the stories have to be about him. Period. They have to be about him. And going the route where he's always the one that gets his comeuppance ruins what makes him the best performer in all of professional wrestling. At some point, we just laugh at him. You're nothing. You're Baron effing Corbin. At some point. I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. I just, I, I'm very worried that they've completely backed themselves into a corner where, like, even if he wins, he loses in this case. This sucks. I mean, this sucks. Yeah. Like, that. that's why That's why. literally, and I, I don't think it is, but the only way I, I, I don't think it would work, but the only way I can even plausibly come up with a way to, to do it is literally like he loses he gets rid of Wardlow and then he goes on a tear he goes he becomes a murderer over the next few months and that way he's away from Wardlow there's nothing you know but like it's a different no, but that's a different if you can't get over on your own henchman you're done I understand you're done like, man if you can't get like, over like, I, I almost wonder if it's a cauterized wound versus letting him bleed out if he wins <sighs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I I gotta wind down here in a minute. What else do we want to talk about from AEW? Anything? Uh, no. I mean that the between the page the, the page thing was the main thing I wanted to talk about. The, so. the Jericho thing is what what was that? Why why does John Moxley's group care about? That actually and, makes sense. You you have you have a group of guys who care about fighting, care about wrestling, and you have a group of people who 
think that it's all sports and entertainment. Like that's the easiest. No, no, no. I mean the part where they care about that they were gonna beat up Eddie Kingston or whatever. Like that. Well, like th- that's they didn't come out when he said something about no, wrestling. Well, no, they, they came they, out when they said you only have two people and we have six, and then they came out. No, it was the other way around. They came out before Eddie Kingston and then the others. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. no, they, well, it, it, I just it was. Don't it was, understand why they care no, about. It, well, no, they Jericho. Was, they came out. They came out when they said a sports entertainer will always beat a wrestler no matter what because sports entertainers are better than wrestlers. That's when they started coming out, and then Kingston and Proud and Powerful came out when they then pointed out, oh yeah, you guys are still here. Well, it's still five on three. Then Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful came out. That I actually thought I thought worked perfectly because that makes all the sense in the world. But also, for, but but why would? But why? Like, why are there six non-heels, and if we want to call it that, and five heels? Like, why did that develop the way? I just, it just didn't well, make any I, sense to me. I mean, the, the idea of... See, I, I thought it should be the, the, the two people being added should be the, the old LAX. You get Homicide, you get Hernandez, and do that. But if you're looking for, all right, who should absolutely care about beating up some sports entertainers? It's absolutely Danielson and Moxley and Yudin Regal. Like, that's an easy sell for me, actually. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It just this is like here's 15 people right. fighting with Come on, each but other. But that's but that's also kind of AEW. <laughs> like that's also kind of the name of the company is just throw as many people as you can at something, and and suddenly next week there'll be two more. Like here's now now we start have to add in New Japan people too because we got to sell the next pay per view as well. Did I? Did, They've what, already sold that out. Well, well, but they still need people to buy the pay per view. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Can we just get to plugs? I got to wrap up. Yep, yep. All right. Very good. Uh, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com. We're running some spring and summer specials right now to get all of our content. So check that out on VEASAN.com and follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Brandon. We just announced a whole bunch of stuff, and I've got to get my information here so I know exactly what to say. Um, but we do have when, – when are we posting the show? Friday? Probably. Seven to us tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, at Ramstead Live. Tickets still available. Limp Biscuit on Sunday at the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. Tickets are still available for that. Then we just announced Polyphia on August 3rd. Black Midi on September 6th. Jenny Lewis on September 25th. And comedian Gary Goulman on October 21st. All those tickets will be uh, on sale by the time you listen to this. Go to ramsheadlive.com. Follow us for new announcements and updates and all that at ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. For me, at AJ Francis 410 For him on all socials. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, Van, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Oh yeah, go go to celeb. Go out and see, support Great Eights. The whole thing, and maybe maybe next time I'll remember to book a guest and watch the MCW pay per view.